morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for March 19th, 2017. Koyo here. So very, very glad you joined us. Well, I'd like to just mention a nice Dharma, uh, American Dharma holiday that many people celebrated recently with corned beef cabbage <laughs> St. Pat's Day um, and I always say that uh, green should be the Buddhist color color of spring and um, fresh uh, you know the, the color of new growth sort of a rawness of uh, the power of spring. And uh, sometimes some uh, Buddhist denominations, their color is purple because purple is a a royal color. Um, You see it on a royal uh, purple velvet cape or something like this that the royalty might wear Um, and it's kind of interesting where yellow is traditionally the Buddhist color and the reason is because um, if you take any colored cloth any color and you you leave it outside in the elements it'll all they all fade to, to a yellow it's a pale yellow color and so when, as the story goes, um, in the Buddhist literature, uh, there was a disciple of the Buddha and somebody, some passerby thought, oh no, there's a truth seeker there and called, called him a follower of um, some other teacher. And the disciple no, 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 I'm a follower of the Buddha. He says, hey, they, they should, people should be able to identify you okay, by uh, at a distance. Says, oh, that's okay, there's a... You know. um, so, followers of the Buddha talked to the Buddha and they, I guess, um, they said, well, let's have an official robe. Thus was born um, saffron colored uh, right shoulder bear, and uh, amazingly, that fashion has been unchanged for over 2,500 years, uh, and that is one, of, of course, the hallmarks of. Um, tradition in terms of the robe style that has been maintained by Theravada tradition and tremendous uh, color I know that there was once um, Buddhist colleague who had his business card 
you know, Reverend so and so, you know, uh, made out of the cards were yellow color. And he, yes, he, he, well, very traditionally, yellow is the Buddhist color and so forth. And uh, but of course, we might mention that even though I assume the Buddha started it. custom tradition of well we're going to make robes why don't we just recycle and use discarded cloth that we find you know outside along the roads and so forth use that and sew it together to make our robes Um, it's a very um, humble teaching humility and being humble. And of course, some years go by and folks get fancier and fancier that original idea. So let's just patch up and so, you know, and uh, that, that's part of being human beings, I guess. Well, I want to introduce, my pleasure to introduce. Ken Muyo Swanson to be our guest to give us a Dharma glimpse, and he was part of a LM2 group and was one of the first groups that uh, was had their lay minister induction here at Courtsville in California. And I remember him helping us. Uh, we had a concho bell that we had. This is right after we had moved here, and we moved here in April of 2008, and um, as he was saying, uh, wow, Uh, for 2009 was our first uh, plane induction, and uh, we hung the bell. area, and after retirement, after a career in law enforcement, he and his wife, uh, they moved to uh, Washington State, nice northwest up near in the Seattle area, and they are going to be going to Japan quite shortly. Uh, he had sent me the itinerary for a garden tour. A lot of famous gardens in Kyoto, Japan, and I'm really envious. I think it's going to be a fantastic trip. So, without further ado, Muyo Sensei. Good morning. This past summer was not an easy one for me. At one point, Jennifer posted a message from Thich Nhat Han on our mirror that said, Your suffering is spilling over. I was dealing with a lot of built-up worries about my health with stress and anger. She suggested that I should enroll in the Seattle VA Hospital's Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program. The program usually 
takes 8 to 12 weeks and is designed to complement an ongoing medical treatment for chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, or post-traumatic stress disorder. It's been thoroughly tested and is very successful in clinical practice. According to the Department of Veterans Affairs, 20 U.S. veterans commit suicide every day, and about 70% of these vets were not regular users of the VA health care services. And the majority of male vets who died of suicide were between the ages of 50 and 65 years old. And the interesting thing is women vets commit suicide almost at the same rate as men. The program teaches mindfulness meditation practices, which are intended to build coping skills that may reduce symptoms such as anxiety, depression, pain, and PTSD. The term mindfulness refers to a non-judgmental present moment attention and has its roots in Eastern traditions. The program was first started in the U.S. by a psychologist, Dr. John Kabat-Zinn, at the University of Massachusetts Medical Center to help patients there deal with chronic pain. I was enrolled in the program in Seattle in October 2016, and at orientation, the instructor gave the rules. No fixing, be supportive, no advising, no savings, no setting anyone straight, The group will be a mixed gender, and you will be expected to do 45 minutes of reading and formal practice at home every day for six days a week. If anyone has a problem with the guidelines, the homework, or the mindfulness practice, or feels like this is not for them, please let the instructor know right away rather than just stop coming to class. We started out with 35 vets, three female, 32 male. We finished with 11 vets, one female, and 10 male. One of the members was very sick and had been told that he may not live to get through the course but he continued coming through the class right up, he hoped, to the last week because he felt we were his support and he had no one else to turn to. Every Thursday morning, I left the house at 6 a.m. I drove to the local transit center and picked up a bus that takes people to the from the peninsula to common locations in Seattle. So I had time to think about my practice over the past week 
and what we would be doing during the day's session. After class, I took the same bus home and had the same opportunity to think about what we covered that day. I usually got home for supper except when the roads, ferries, traffic, or bridges were closed, which happens here more than not expected to be. Each class started by the group sitting in chairs, practicing awareness of breathing, and attempting to cultivate a beginner's mind and to quiet the monkey mind. Then we did a guided instruction by our teacher that included a body scan and learning how to let go of stress in the body and mind, dropping down to a state of relaxation. And this took approximately 30 minutes. Then came guided instruction on standing and sitting yoga, which took 30 minutes. That was followed by guided instruction on walking meditation. That was about 20 minutes. Then came guided instruction on loving kindness meditation. It was like either reading of a poem or a passage and then quietly thinking about it for about 20 minutes. After that, we talked about any questions or concerns we had, and we were followed by next week's assignments. One interesting thing about the class was that other than the instructor and myself, none of the vets had any previous Buddhist or mindfulness training. I want to say that my previous experiences had helped to reinforce this practice so much. Each class taught that mindfulness can change you from always doing mode to just being mode, which allows you to notice and accept the present moment. In the center within, Reverend Gome Kabosi introduced me to Ichigo Ichii. You only have one life and one meeting. In the sixth week of the class, the vet who was ill learned from his VA doctor that he had very little time left to live. And he told us if none of us objected, he would like to continue with the program as long as he was able. He had a son in Europe, but no one here. And could we be his family throughout the rest of his fa- through the rest of the program? As the Buddha said, every day is the last day, and we should live it accordingly. At the last session, our sick classmate was not there. Our instructor had no information on his absence, 
and said he would not be able in any event to tell us anything because of HIPAA rules. All he could say was that the vet really appreciated the support we showed him and that he might not make it into the new year. This is the reality of life. We don't know much about how or when it ends. In the middle of feeling unsure and terrible about ourselves and others, we forget the wonderful people and things around us. And our own potential for goodness there is more right with our lives than is wrong. When we truly live in the present moment, we are more able to live, be able to leave the past behind us. Like Jennifer always says, the past is a foreign country. They do things different there. May it be so. Thank you very, very much. Uh, I love that saying. I'm trying to hit that one. In fact, do indeed do things differently there. You know, if I, could, I hope it's all right to mention that Muyo has been struggling with a, a growth in the lungs, in his lungs, and uh, they don't know what it is. Um, all kinds of tests, but it looks like it's stable and not changing. And so maybe it's been there a long time. It might have been picked up from when he was in the armed services. Um, and in his typical fashion, uh, he and his wife, Jennifer, they call that this condition, it. <laughs> and so when they talk about that, well, it is unchanged or we have to figure, you know, we I have to live with it, you know. Capital IT in quotes, and uh, I think the Ichi Ichigo is translated as you know Ichi is one, uh, e is to meeting, Ichigo Go is one lifetime, and it's, so the meaning is. In one lifetime, there's only one meeting. We meet only once. Um, this is a tremendous teaching, and my father um, has written it in calligraphy that um, in addition to his every day is a good day, he has every day, <laughs> well, it could be translated as Every day is the last day. Um, in the morning, we might see 
we, we always, let's say we see our spouse's face. And in usually we say, well, I see her every, my spouse every morning. What's the big deal? What the Buddha's teaching is, this could, the attitude should be very precious meeting and seeing spouse's face is the one and only time right now you cannot tomorrow is not guaranteed anybody bam there's uh, you know my association mental associations uh, flash around all the time. So I always go with them. I said, bam. I, it could sound like, damn. You know, that kind of... And then I... The first time I I ever heard this saying is... Again, it was on the Facebook. <laughs> and somebody, younger person, I guess, they, you know, they say it as... Day, D-A-Y, day, and then E-M. So you have D-A-Y, hyphen or space, E-M. And how you would say that is, damn. And what just struck me is, D-A-Y, day. Today, today, I better not take today for granted. And these kinds of, uh, I remember another armed services person and I went to our program. He was in the Navy in his as a career for a long time and he always heard on the boats now hear this now hear this you know and uh, the Buddhist connection would be uh, now hear H-E-R-E instead of H-E-A-R now hear this in this precious moment, huh? I think this is the kind of something more than just clever use of language or words or linguistic whatnot. Huh? Uh, when these kind of uh, creative things bubble up in somebody's, you know, that's that's their practice. I I'm just so impressed. I'm just. Um, Receive so much from this kind of working, um, uh, making, personalizing the teachings. And um, indeed, uh, the past is a foreign country. They do things differently there. You know, sometimes we need to live in the fresh 
moment. Because otherwise, if you don't let go of the thoughts about the past, you'll be dragged. Huh? Let go or be dragged. Somebody had that as their personal mantra. Let go or be dragged. <laughs> or someone sent a cartoon. Well, cartoon, I shouldn't say cartoon, but it's a picture, colored picture of a, a very traditional seated Buddha. And then the caption is, I'm looking at it right now. I blew it up. I have an 8 by 10 framed. Chill, homie. You need to let that. You need to let that shit go. Buddha. <laughs> Contemporary rendering of the, you know, non-attachment teaching. And non-attachment, as my father would always say, it doesn't mean detachment. It means somewhat, almost the opposite. It means becoming one with present moment so much that it's, damn, now, here, this. Wow. Thank you very much, Muyo Sensei. That's all for today's broadcast. Until next time, keep going, and you have a beautiful day.